Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. Thank you guys for listening. As always, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to last week's episode with um, the great Liz Heather. Finally on after years of people asking me to have her on the podcast. We were both worried uh, that it wouldn't be good. I don't really know why. Uh, we were just like, ah, oh, this could be weird. It's going to happen. And then, uh, you know, got a lot of messages. Seemed like people really, really liked it. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. A little bit of a inside of, uh, you know, what the hell is happening in uh, this house and what the hell happens kind of in my life and in... Uh, general get into arguments about things like uh whatever i i can't remember what the hell we were arguing about the other night but it wasn't uh some kind of thing like that it's all you know what i mean it's just like i'll be like can you believe this and she'll be like yeah i can believe this why can't you blah 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 and uh or the other way around can you you know can you believe this i'm like yeah that makes total sense it's a, it's a, it's just a, a lot of going back and forth all the time so anyways um, this week I have, uh, oh, so, uh, last, again, again, last I'll say this, thank you guys for listening to the episode, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it, um, this week I have, uh, the good Dr. John Fish on, uh, the show, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, that'll be here in a minute before, want to talk about a few things here, one of those, um, okay, so let me, let me do this before I forget, because, you know, my, I mean, I forget these sometimes, um, so like I said, if anybody has any, uh, shout-outs, thoughts, ideas, anything at all, send it to positiveanger at mail.com, positiveanger at mail.com. Got a email here from Luke Murphy, who says, Nathan, uh, I'll read the last part first, um, his favorite episode is Suck Me Jobs! That was, you know, I, I forgot about, uh, that, if anybody, I mean, there, I'm assuming most people here have listened to it. If you haven't, it's really just me yelling at Steve Jobs, uh, from the grave, uh, his, his grave, uh, for a while. Uh, anyways, Luke, I'm happy that's your favorite episode. Thanks for listening, and, um, he, Luke writes, what are your thoughts, uh, Justin Trudeau versus Justin Bieber? Who is the real Justin? I mean, this one here, you know, that is, uh, that's not an easy question. One, one, you got a guy who is running the full country of Canada. Two, you got, uh, a man who really, um, you know, had people talking about Canada before Dr. Drake I mean, Bieber blew up at 14, for God's sake, that uh, that uh, haircut. People love this man. So Bieber is sort of before Trudeau, even though, you know, Trudeau's dead, obviously, was around the country. But, who, but, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about who is the real Justin. They both got basically the same body. They're both sort of in the same shape, randomly enough. They're both working out. They both got abs. One of them is crashing Lamborghinis, which is pretty sick if you think about it. I know it's supposed to be some sort of like, ah, oh, Justin's a dick. Look at him. If you had every single thing on earth, every bill paid, what else do you do? That you, you get a car, you crash into a pool, you buy another car. Um, the other guy, nice hair. You know, he's got good hair and he's uh, he's uh, running a country. There's a lot of people in Canada that don't like him. He seems to be more liked outside of Canada than in Canada. I mean, a lot of people in Canada like him, 
but a lot of people hate him. I, I really think, no matter what you do, okay, both of these guys share this. No, you, you have a name, people hate you, period. There doesn't, there's nobody that is universally liked, right? Am I wrong? I mean, I, I can't really, I can't think of, Will Smith? I can't think, I, I haven't heard too many people trash Will Smith in my life. I could be wrong, but it's real hard to be like universally loved by everybody. You get some kind of, first of all, you got hair, you got abs, you got fame, you got women, or if you're a woman, you got power. I mean, you're killing it. People are just going to go, you're garbage, you're the worst, everything you do is bad. But who is the real Justin? I mean, um, you know, I'm going to go. I mean, Bieber has hits. Bieber, Bieber has hits. Trudeau doesn't have any hits. Trudeau's hits are walking in the Pride Parade and uh, being decent to people. But Bieber has actual hits that uh, you can dance to at a club. That's pretty good. But they're both moving women. Uh, like if you, okay, say, say, say you're a younger person and you, uh, you're on a date or whatever. You go back to somebody's house, you want to set the mood, right? I mean, I guess this would really only work in Canada. Um, but you want to, you want to play, uh, you know what I mean? You want to set a mood, so you put a little, you put a little Bieber on. But you could also play like Trudeau just talking. Trudeau being, oh, hey, uh, we're going to talk to the banks and uh, get them to blah, blah, blah. Same level of setting the mood. But again, that's only in Canada. Outside of Canada, you could play Bieber. Actually, the world does love Trudeau. Oh, man. You know, this is, uh, oh, God. I wish I had one minute with each of these men so I could figure out who. But you know what? Solely because he's running a country, I'm going to go Trudeau. Trudeau is the real Justin, but time will tell if that stands. But anyways, Luke Murphy, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, got a couple of shout-outs here. Again, positiveanger at mail.com uh, to, to get a shout-out or to have any thoughts. Again, if you have anything that you want me to talk about, please send it my way. Uh, we got Jada, whose birthday is Saturday. Wait a minute. That means the Jada, we have the same birthday. Sat I'm assuming you mean this Saturday, which would be September 9th, which is also my birthday. 9-9. Nine, nine. Ninth month, ninth day. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, uh, I, I shouldn't say how old she's turning, but, uh, I'm not gonna tell you how old I'm turning, because it's a thousand. That's what I'm turning. I'm turning a thousand. One thousand years old. But Jada, happy birthday! Same as mine! Let's do it! Let's, uh, let's birthday together! Somewhere! Where do we, where do we do that? Woo! Um... Yeah, Jada, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I uh, got this from JJBaby16 on Instagram. Um, you guys, uh, uh, Jada loves the podcast, and you guys, um, oh, it's sisters. JJBaby16, uh, her sister is Jada. They listen to the podcast. They like it. Thank you so much. And again, we have the same birthday. That's great. Look at this. We're killing it, huh? Jada, you like the podcast, and we got the same birthday. Woo! Happy birthday, Jada! And uh, last but not least, I should have done this one first because it is uh, the day before. 
Christian Garcia from New Jersey, who is turning 16. Wow. 16! Birthday is September 8th, the day before, you know? Ah, oh, man. One more day. If your mom could have held on to you for one more day, hold on for one more day. I don't even, you wouldn't even know that song, Christian. But anyways, Christian, happy birthday to you on September 8th. That is the best. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And uh, turn it 16, man, 16. What the hell was I doing? 16, Christian, I hope you're not doing this as well. I was drinking, uh, skipping school, and uh, drinking. So, yeah. Happy, uh, happy 16th birthday. Ha- 16, I actually found out, uh, I've talked about this before, but that's that's basically when I found out that I had an ulcer and I had to take these uh, pills, Christian. So here's what I hope you're not doing with uh, uh, your, your, your 16 and on. Anything that I was doing at 16. Don't, you know what I mean? Just live your life. Go to school. Kill it. But Christian, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Jada, who has the same birthday as me. How does this happen? Who the hell knows? Um, but anyways, uh, uh, so I want to do those quick. Uh, again, uh, shout-outs. Anybody has shout-outs, birthdays, thoughts on things that I've been talking about, stories in the news that you're like, I wonder what he would say about this. Please send it my way. Uh, at positiveanger at mail.com. And before I get into the episode here with Dr. John Fish, do a little thing around here sometimes called Jazz Rand. How can you keep ranting when there's all this jazz? How can you keep yelling when a guy's playing the sex, baby? How can you keep ranting when there's all this jazz? How can you keep yelling when a guy's playing the sex? Look at us jazz. Look at us rant. What in the absolute hell? is going on with social media and i i i mean that in this way why does facebook have to say hello to me why does facebook have to say good morning why do they have to be like hey you're back what's going on buddy you're not a real person you're not a real thing and also twitter now is sending me these notifications being like hey this person started following this person and sending people i know i got an email last night that said david banner started following chance the rapper Oh, sick. Let me call up David and be like, buddy, I love it. Good move. Chance is killing it right now. Remember 12, 14 years ago when you had a a song with Little Flip called Like a Pimp? Woo! And I know he's done a lot since then, but why the hell am I getting messages about who the hell's following who? Or or emails that are like, this person tweeted, they haven't put up anything in a while. Facebook too. Somebody posted. They haven't done that in a while. It's probably for good reason. They're probably just posting pictures of bagels or like a, a, an old uh, spoonful of cream cheese that they're about to suck on. They're like, oh man, every time I come to this cream cheese spoon spot, oh, it's so good. Nobody should really be posting anything. 
Everything, I, that person, that should be a message that says, this person is a decent human being that has their life together, and they're finally coming back on this trash to be sucked into a world of hell again. But I, I just don't understand why I'm getting messages. Eh, this person's posting something, they haven't done that in a while. This person's doing this, they haven't done that in a while. Damn, post when they cure cancer. Post something when they, they, when they figure out how to stop AIDS, for God's sake. Not that they say, they posted, oh, hot one today. I don't, care, I don't care. Nobody cares. Nobody really cares about anything that anybody's saying. Even this and even me. What I'm saying right now, I don't care. And what you're hearing, you don't care about it. You know what I mean? That's how far we've gone. Nobody cares about anything that anybody is saying. Doesn't matter who cares. So why the hell is Facebook letting me know that somebody posted something that I haven't seen in a long time? Also, Twitter, for Christ's sake, I don't care who follows who. Who I, I don't care that Hillary Clinton decided to, 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 to follow Angry Batman. Or that Darth Vader is now following Jesus. Doesn't affect me. I don't care. All you're doing is putting more emails into a box that I barely want to go into anyway. Social media, can we? Get, is there any way that we can just scale it all back a little bit? Just a little bit? That's yeah, never going to happen. Everything I'm saying is never going to happen. This is only going to keep getting worse. Uh, and then it's going to be, oh, Obama's thinking about tweeting. That'll be the email. Obama picked up his phone, and they show me a picture of Obama looking at me, holding his phone with his finger on it like he's gonna, about to tweet. Obama's about to tweet. Get to a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These emails are stupid. I don't care who follows who. Anyways. This episode with Dr. John Fish. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoy it. Sponsored by Disney, we are we are back here live, live with positive anger. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, my my guest here today is uh, uh, I, I, uh, the good doctor, uh, John Finn. You know, the first time, thank you, good to be here. The first Comedian time... in the city. First, first of all, actually, let me let me give a, a proper real intro. Well, let me just say, the first Go time ahead. you said call, referred to me as the good doctor, I was like, I like that. And I didn't realize that's what you call everybody. <laughs> Not everybody. <laughs> well, I call people captain or or good doctor okay. or uh, sir mostly. Sir, kind of everybody gets. Okay. Good doctor and captain is referred uh, uh, reserved for people that I do like. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I okay. call just about everybody sir, but the good doc. You don't just. I don't just toss good doctor yeah. around. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a show coming out now called Good Doctor. You no. see this? It's like a. It's like a. Uh, I saw it and I was like, "What the fuck?" I've been calling people good yeah. doctor forever. It's like a Doogie Howser type of thing. I think it looks like a thirteen-year-old who's probably gonna, you know, do surgeries with Snapchat or Are whatever. They just they're just gonna reboot everything. Uh, well, Lord of the Flies is back. Never saw it. You never saw the first one? Did you read the book? Nope. Do you know kind of what it's about? Nope. Okay, a couple. All of little... my only knowledge is when people make references it of uh-huh. it in comedy in stand up. But how long ago was that? That couldn't. Nobody's been making references for what fifteen years, probably. I, you know, I go back to Boston a lot. They're still doing Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan shit there. <laughs> ah, getting clipped in the legs. <laughs> well, the, okay. So quickly, and then, uh, and then I, I do want to give you a, a a much better intro. The um, Lord of the Flies. I love Boston, by the way. Hey, I love Boston, too. I'm from, you know, Halifax, Nova Scotia. No, I, that, yeah, I couldn't even get that. Nova Scotia, sister city to yours. We oh. give you guys a Christmas tree every year. Oh. The uh, the one that goes in the town, wherever you put it. Where's it go? Boston town Square. Commons. Is that where it goes? Faneuil Hall. 
Yeah, wherever, wherever you Jewish. guys put a tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't love Boston that much then because, because I'm assuming that Boston celebrates Christmas much more than it would celebrate Hanukkah. Yo, so much hada. Hanukkah? So much hada. That's what it's called, right? Hanukkah? Hanukkah, yeah. I was fucking around. Of course I know what Hanukkah yeah. is, but I don't know. I, I know there's like, what, eight days? There's a whole thing. But anyways, yeah. Lord of the Flies. Okay, do you want to know, first of all, why? Okay, so Bo- Halifax blew up. A hundred years ago, this year, December 17th, I think, two ships collided in the harbor. One had, uh, it was full of ammunition, okay? Everybody on the other, sh- everybody on the ammunition ship knew it was full of ammunition, so when it caught fire, they just ran into the woods, bailed. Didn't tell anybody what was going to happen, blah, blah, blah. People just thought a ship was on fire. They didn't know what was in it, so people walked down to the harbor and were like, look at that ship on fire. Boom! Apparently it's like the second biggest... Uh, man-made explosion that's ever been recorded, um, ever. It, it, you know, the whole city was completely leveled, and uh, then we had a blizzard right after that. So people that did survive got frozen. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you did survive the Halifax explosion, if you were downtown Halifax and somehow you you fell under an old uh, mimeograph or a, or a, you know what I mean, whatever the hell was going on back then, an old uh, typewriter. Then you were frozen to death. It's like people and God don't want you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like, you guys are all uh, just rum-drinking pirates. <laughs> we don't need you. You're toast. But Boston came up and helped. Mm. So since that time, uh, Nova Scotia has given Boston your, your Christmas tree every year. And there was actually a debate this year to decide whether or not we should still continue to do that because it costs the province about $200,000 to do so because we drive it down. And uh, there's like a banner or something, I guess, that goes up in Boston and there's some fucking thing. So um, they were like, Dude, should we keep doing this? It's been 100 years. We're not really getting it. It's costing us money. You know what I mean? We could fix. Uh, there's still, I mean, there's still dead people on the streets here from the explosion a hundred <laughs> years ago. We're wasting all of this money. Um, so, anyways, when I went to Boston years ago, I was like, oh, this is like, uh, you know, cobblestone streets. People speak dumb, but I say that in the most loving way because I love the accent and I love the Nova Scotian accent. Um, where the hell was I going with this? Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Uh, for, okay, let me. Okay, here's what you should know about me. There's gonna be a lot of topics. Uh, okay. I, you're a comedian in the city. I'd say, you know, one of the, one of the heroes of the, the, the New York comedy scene. You're here. You're everywhere. Okay. You can be seen. Uh, you've been on Letterman, Colbert. And I first saw you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Years ago in Toronto. Yep. Because I would go to the Laugh Resort when it existed. Do you know what it is now? A hotel? It's still a hotel, but the, the, the a hotel bought the Holiday Inn. And the hotel. Wait, the hotel is a Holiday Inn. It's something else now, I think. It's, it's, um, something bought it. Somebody bought it. Okay. Anyways, the new owners, you know what I mean? They're cock strutting around their brand new building and they, they walk downstairs. They go, what the hell's this? Somebody's like, it's a comedy club. They're like, why would we want a comedy club here? And they go, well, it's been here for years. And they go, well, not anymore. It's not going to be a steak restaurant. So it's, you just go eat steak there. Anyways. And reminisce. And, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody would remember that it used to be that, except yeah. comedians. We're the only ones that kind of care about comedy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> We're like magicians in that There's regard. There's a weird cult following. Yeah, yeah, also. weirdos. Huge, huge, though, now, enough to support, like, sure, TV sure, shows sure. about comedy. Louis J. Gomez has one of my favorite jokes about that. He's Really? Like, just when he hosts. Okay. He, um, <laughs> I don't mean to say as if he doesn't when he, but when he hosts, he says a thing of, uh, 
He goes, look, you guys might come to one comedy show a year or two if you're weird. <laughs> and I just like that because it's it's true. If you go to more than a few comedy shows, you're you're probably a monster. Yeah, somebody called me yesterday and they, they were like, oh, you, you go into that back to that theater in Fairfield. Now, who booked you? Like, he was very worried about rebooking someone in the same year at yeah. this place. And he was like, well, was that the club or was that? And I was like, I think you're really overthinking this. Yeah. If somebody goes to two comedy shows uh-huh. in the same year yeah. at the same venue, then they're a fan. Yes. And they'll understand if they hear a couple of the same jokes from the yeah. same person. Yeah, they like what this is, yeah. and they probably like that person and want to yeah. come back and see them. Yeah. Or they're going through a divorce. And their life is in shambles, <laughs> and uh, you know the kids are are living in the in the shed now or whatever, and they're just trying to get one chuckle before the wife takes everything. Yeah. They lose a car. <laughs> but I saw you at uh, the Laugh Resort, yeah, because every comedian that was uh, kind of the only place where comedians from out of town would come. So anytime somebody came from New York, especially because I always wanted to live in New York, and I always thought it was like this you know, mystifying thing. I'm like, how in the hell do you even sort of get to New York? And even if you do get here, how in the fuck do you get on a stage in front of people when there's so many, you know, great comedians and stuff floating around? So when I saw, you know, it was like John Fish from New York. I was like, I got to go uh, see this man. I I didn't, I wasn't, you know, aware of you at the time, but I was like, he's from New York. I got I got to go. New York is a credit in Canada. It is. Yeah. It just sure. is. So, um... I went down, and you you debated me on the. I swear to God, you were on stage yelling. You see, you seem to not remember this, right? Um, right. I, I remember having this conversation with you. Yes. Uh, well, yes, we have gone through uh, discussing this, and the reason why I don't think I would be like yelling, yelling, or maybe it was a little aside or something, is because I I think I was starting to record an album. Okay. I remember having like this my video camera, my big video camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to B and H here in New York City and asked them what kind of audio equipment that is I needed. Yeah, that's a very Jewish yeah. thing to do <laughs> for, to do an album. And I also needed a new battery for my camera. Mm-hmm. And the guy was just like looking at the stuff, and he goes, "What's that?" And I go, it's, "You could just use that. It's going to be as good audio sound as any of these things." Uh huh. So I just used my big camera. And I remember, so I, I don't think I would have been experimenting with see, being I, loud. I don't know what I remember that's then. that's not my M.O. But it's I possible. Know now, I know you're, 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 uh, you know, you're a soft-spoken man. Yeah. In, on stage and off. Okay. You do a lot of yoga. I do a lot of yoga. You're a very centered individual. I, I, people think I have my shit together and that, yeah, I, and that, but I'm, uh, I don't. <laughs> and uh, it's just the glasses. But I, <laughs> <laughs> it is the glasses. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I try to be a, a good person, and I don't like the other day. I went in to the cellar, and uh-huh. this server that I've known forever. Uh-huh. Uh I would call her a friend. She was when I did Colbert last. Uh, she was gonna come sit in the audience. Okay. Not like. I gotta have this part, but she was like, "Hey, can I do that?" And I was like, "Sure." Yeah. Um, I she didn't come over to get me anything, and I was like, "Really?" I needed some food, and I needed I, I needed it quick because I was gonna host. Yeah. And uh, she just never came over to ask me for anything, but she had said kind of hi. So then, I, and, and then I was like, "Ah, where is she?" And so I walked over to her, and I was like, "What? I don't get anything." Uh huh. And 
she just snapped apparently like she had had a shitty night and i was like the last that she was like yeah you could just ask me instead of just like asking like be come walking over like a little bitch Whoa. or something like that and i was just like all you just right. walked away i was like all right can see I, the the john i have fish. a uh uh, uh, sparkling water and some hummus, please, <laughs> and I'll be out of your way. And like, because I'm not gonna like, like I know that's not about me. Sure, but again, that's a centered man. Also, the order is a very centered man. Sparkling water <laughs> and hummus. Not no animal was harmed in the making of this meal. No servers were screamed at. But I swear to God, I don't remember what I, I, this is how I remember you from years ago. Yeah. I remember you like an Orny Adams type of yelling. Wow. Like screaming at people. Something to do with, um, uh, oh, yeah, let's get to what it was about. CV, you were yelling about a pharmacy and you were trying to figure out what, because you were talking about CVS or Rite Aid and then you were like, what would be the thing here? Yeah. Okay. And somebody said shoppers and yeah. you were like, yeah, shoppers. And then you, I, I remembered, yeah. Okay, that's an angry bit. That's an angry bit. That was a bit. That okay. was an angry bit. And I remember afterwards, because you were from New York, and again, I looked at every single person that was in New York as a wizard. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you're doing it. So you were selling t-shirts. Yeah, go fish. Black with orange letters <laughs> that said go fish. Red letters, yeah. I bought one, yeah, yeah. Uh, and had it for years. Yeah, and I, I know. wish I, I was remember able... you. You were the only one that bought one. <laughs> That's not even true. I wish I still had it so I could yeah. return it to you today. That would be the best. <laughs> hey man, thanks for coming on the podcast. Remember the shirt? <laughs> remember the shirt I bought years ago? Um, Julie, but Julian McCullough. I gave him one, and he used to wear it. I wore it yeah. for a while. I yeah. wore it in New York, and not New York, Toronto, yeah. because I was I was just again every every single comedian from New York. I was like, whoa. You know what's funny? Whoa! Is it was I had it sort of like, I think it was like a little three. It was like a little retro. Yeah, I would say it was like uh the 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 this isn't exactly what it was, but it was like the 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 font for Boogie Nights. Yeah. So this is crazy because <laughs> that was how long ago? Fifteen years? Not fifteen. We're talking uh ten. Okay. Yeah, ten. And I just had uh my friend Anya Garrett. Yeah, do I know her. graphic design for my she does all my stuff. Oh yes. For my uh for my new podcast logo. Uh-huh. And she was like, I noticed you just like um you always seem to like gravitate towards like retro, you know, vintage stuff. Yeah. Um so it's always been that way, I guess. Yeah. It's not like a new thing. Yeah, you're an old school dude. Yeah. Old school, angry, jive turkey. <laughs> so, okay, there's two <laughs> things that we could talk about with that. It's that like I've had you know, I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah. But I have. And I've had ups and downs and stuff. And I had, you know, uh, Jeff Singer, the, you know, Montreal guy. Oh, I know. Uh, he's like a friend, you know. And uh, him and my manager at the time, Bjorn. Remember Bjorn at all? I don't. Um, Bjork? Are you talking about no, 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 no. famous singer Bjork no. who attacked Bjorn. a cameraman outside of an <laughs> airport? I wish she was my manager. Hey, I just got you booked at this airport. <laughs> you, just have, you just have to wear this. <laughs> Bjork. And uh, so, you know, like, I, I had auditioned for something, probably a Montreal thing at some point. This was, like, after New Faces, but, like, you know, I probably hadn't been back there to do anything, or I definitely haven't because I never have. But <laughs> he, uh, he was giving me feedback. Okay. And he said, do you want feedback uh, like I would give your manager? Or do you want feedback 
like somebody that I've known for a long time and might be a little honest, you know? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, give me that. We never get that. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, the jokes are great, but you look like you don't want to be there. <laughs> like, you look like it's just, at, you know, it's an audition night. And he's like, you look like it's like, yeah, I'm here another night at this club. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, I've battled with, struggled with depression and stuff. And sure. It's probably, like, that kind of thing, even though at times, like, and and this probably wasn't one of those, but during those times, the only thing that is feels alive to me is when I'm on stage. Sure. Um, so I really benefit from from that. But like sometimes it's like I'm just getting out of bed to go do this, so I'm not in bed for 24 hours. Yeah, sometimes it and it does like once you do it a lot, it does kind of feel sometimes like a shift. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're just sure. like uh, here we go. You we're don't flip- have anything new. We're moving fries. Yeah. And also like you sometimes you work at on a set to its detriment yeah 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 yeah. you know so it doesn't feel fresh anymore and that's what all those showcase type things are you're just punching the hell out of five to eight minutes so he said that and he was like i don't know like i don't know like have a red bull before you go on stage (laughs) or something like that and that's what stuck in my mind and i got like kind of hooked on like red bull and i went up to rochester to do a club and i remember they didn't have red bull but I didn't sleep all weekend, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, it's like I'm I'm going to sleep at like five in the morning and sleeping all day. I couldn't get to sleep at night, and uh, I was like, oh, maybe this monster stuff they have is Funny. like triple the Red it's, Bull. It's bigger, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's like ninety Red Bulls. Like one before the first show and one before the second show. Jesus. So, but that was something like in that time. I remember Steve, you know, outside Steve from the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. Um, for the listeners, like he's outside famous, Steve. they call him outside Steve because there's like nine Steves. No, that's a great name. So that if the, if it wasn't called the Comedy Cellar, it could just be like Steves. Yeah, uh, he's the guy that's like you know Louis shakes his hand when he's walking down into the intro of yeah of yeah Louis yeah yeah, show yeah for the listeners. Uh, but he w- always was a big fan of when I would go. I was going through that stage where I was like, you know, and it's kind of like when a director has somebody. They always talk about this like, be bigger. We can always draw you back in. Yeah. Like, that's what I took it as. So I was, like, just exploring, like, like yelling, like, same bits, just being... And it was fun, and Steve always, like, he was like, why, when are you going to yell again? And it's helped me settle back into who I am and be, yeah. um, you know, the biggest I can be. Yeah. But that was a stage of, like, experimenting and trying to figure out well, uh, I saw it. Was, yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I still don't think that would have been the case. But that was a that was this particular back waxing bit. Okay. That I would yell about, not yeah. yell, but just like I was. It was a difficult experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of pain with pain and like someone making fun of me. So I'm like in the impressions or the act outs. I might have been louder. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, people say that I yell about everything, but I don't. I have bits where I'm like. <laughs> Like all, but but to, to to what you're saying, like I don't yeah. yell about every because not everything can be yelled about. Yes, I can't be like, oh, I open the newspaper. Uh, you yeah. know, I oh, chips are hard to open, right? Yeah, and screaming about that because because then nothing has any weight to it. If I, I'm screaming about, I never do. But just example, politics mm-hmm. at the same level, I'm screaming about rubber bands. Yeah. What in the hell am I doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? These two things aren't... Uh, that. That's just kind of how right. I think about and it. And anyway. also set up to punchline, too. Like Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I came up when everybody wanted to be Dane. Dane yeah. Dane Cook, you know? And you could tell 
when you were in a city where Dane was just recently performing because mm-hmm. everyone sounded like him for a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, and it was funny because people didn't get that, like, he would reset. Like, he was loud. He was all over the place. But, like, yeah. at the beginning of a bit, he was, like, standing at the microphone yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, mic yeah. in the stand yeah. and setting things up. And then he would venture off into the corner of the stage on top of a stool, like, sure. pouring water on his head or something like that. But, like, the it was grounded in something real. But then you would watch these other people that didn't quite study him. They just took Enough. that part, yeah. and they would just be yelling the entire time, and you're like, "Oh, this is uh... somebody." Because like I, if I do 45 or something like that, I can't yell the whole time. No. So I I'll always, if I am just like, sometimes I just go on. It's 20 straight minutes of yelling, and then I'll go. I think I've just been yelling this whole time, and then I'll I'll use that to sort of bring it back down, mm-hmm. do a couple things, and then sort of go back up. You know what I mean? But like, if you if everything is at the same level, and that's low or high. People don't. I think. I think people just sort of tune out, because it's 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 one noise. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. It, yeah. ha- it has to be up and down with whatever it is, whichever way is more regular for sure. you. You got to go yeah. up at some points, down at some points. No matter which one of those is your base. Right. That's uh, that's why a lot of you know strictly joke writer, uh, joke teller, uh-huh. um, without any, just like giving you the jokes like this kind of. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Like can't. Find it hard to do more than thirty minutes, yeah, because they don't have another gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's why there's a uh, guitar axe, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, or something like that. Like you need something. Like Kevin Nealon is an example of someone that I used to see uh, headline the Comedy Connection in Boston, where he's just telling jokes pretty much. Yeah, and it's great, but maybe at one point he felt that. Because then he closes his show with like a bunch of other things. Yeah. So that it's not just joke, 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 joke. Um, like man telling jokes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He would do like a charcoal drawing of somebody in the audience. He would do um, subliminal guy from SNL. Yeah. He would, you know, do, um, you know, just stuff like that. And it's, you know, you got to shake it up because it's a performance, too. Yeah, something. Yeah. Do you know, just to, just on a very side note, do you know this is the most I've ever talked about comedy on this podcast? Oh, I love talking about comedy. <laughs> do you actually? Yeah. Like I, I love comedy. I was yeah, watching. Me too. Uh, I was talking to Norman the other night. I go, you watching I'm Dying up here? He's like, no. He's like, you? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you like it? I'm like, no. Uh, but I, it just goes to show you, like, I will watch anything about stand-up comedy. I'm just so fascinated by it. Yeah. And I do like I'm Dying up here, but I don't love, like, it's not, if it wasn't about comedy, I would not be interested in it at all. Yes. It's every cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the 10th degree, like, coming at you all the time. But, like, there's stuff in it that is just, it's great. Well, since we've been looking at it forever, yeah. Uh, then, but they they have to paint some sort of a picture for people who don't aren't in the world. Like it's not for you and me. Do you know what I mean? Right. So then, so they have to have these. To to a lot of people, probably wouldn't be cliches, but to us, we're like, oh yeah, this guy. I know this guy. Yes, but I think that makes it disingenuous to the to someone else, and so it might not be great. You know. Mm-hmm. Because, like, what is great is the the stories behind the comedy. Yeah. But when, so the the comedy cliche looks cartoonish. Sure. And that's going to be to us and to a civilian watching But it. we can tell some of the stories. I mean, okay, here's some of the stories behind comedy, right? Mm-hmm. 
because uh, sometimes people are like, oh, how'd you get on that show? I'll tell you how I got on that show. Mm-hmm. You walk into a club or theater or whatever. You go, hey, who books this thing? And they point to some, uh, you know, man, woman, whoever it is. And you walk over and you go, hey, do you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> and they go, no, I don't. And then you choke them, right? You start choking them until they're almost dead. Mm-hmm. And right before they die, you let them go and you go, so can I get on this show? And if they say yes, cool. If they don't, you, you kill choke them. them again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's basically how it is. A lot of people think it would be like, <laughs> a lot of people think it would be like you just write and perform and yeah. keep getting good at it. But no, no, no. You threaten yeah. people. Threaten people. For the things you want in this world. That's how most things, I mean, you know, that's how most things, I used to work at, uh, do you know A&W? Yeah. I used to work at A&W, right? Why? Uh, <laughs> you want the real answer to that? Yeah. Um, I was 16, and my mom had, well, I had forced sort of my mom to take me to this um, talent showcase mm-hmm. sort of deal. This this agency, which I think ended up being a, a complete mirage, people go down, you sign up, you, you uh, go to this casting place, they look at you. And they say, "Oh, you'd be, you could, you look good, or whatever. <laughs> you could be, you could be a, an actor, right?" So then they go. So then they're uh, the whole thing. They go, "Okay, so if you want to give us like six hundred bucks, uh, we'll uh, we can uh, represent you, sort of deal." And uh, I was fifteen, sixteen. I didn't know that that was not reality. So uh, I got a job at A and W solely to make six hundred bucks to sign up to this thing. But then I was working there for a few weeks, uh, sort of decided that that didn't make any sense. Oh, good. So then I just, yeah, I never gave them the money. Oh, good. But I just sort of uh, kept working at A&W. Did you like it? I loved it. It's the best job I ever had. Other than, you know, stand-up, but that's not really a... food industry was always petrifying to me. What do you mean? Well, I mean, A&W's not like food. It's food, but it's not, you know. Just interacting with people, the I possibility of spilling on somebody. Loved it. I did it for like a month. But where'd you or, work? At a restaurant. But see, that's food. Yeah. You know, McDonald's is not food. Like, it's not, that's, it's, it's, uh, it's gray cubes. Yeah. That we shove into people's faces. Yeah. It's not like, uh, there's nothing dangerous. I mean, I guess there is, but. There's nothing really dangerous about... It's all timers. You put a burger on a thing. Yeah. You click a okay. thing. It goes off, right? You flip the burger. You shove it in a guy's face. I just... To me, the best jobs were if I didn't... If I could just, like, hide from people for a little bit. I always love talking to people. Yeah. I used to work at uh, a Best Buy. Well, Future Shop. It was owned by Best Buy, though. And I uh, love that. Okay. You just walk out there, and you're like, hey, looking at that TV? What's going on? And then people... Remember when TVs were a billion dollars? Yeah. So people would be like, why Why would I pay $10,000 for this plasma? And I was 18. I'm like, well, I mean, you know, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and they just, but I worked at, uh, yeah, I worked at A&W for um, uh, like a year and a half. And mm. it was the best. It's laughing, singing, joking with people. All right. I stopped actually, um, I stopped going to school that uh, that half a semester. And high this, school? Yeah, high mm-hmm. school. Yeah, yeah. Um, I stopped going to high school that half semester and just worked there nights partying you know what i mean looking at tits um yeah i mean most people i went back and finished high school but i did take that kind of like half year off but um how does that happen uh i mean again you want the real answers yeah i uh um like who do you you come up with that idea and and 
your mom has to say yes or no? No, I'm 16. I was 16 at the time. So 16, you, you, I don't know how it is everywhere, but 16, you can here. be like, oh, is it? Yeah. That makes more sense. 16, so Nova your Scotia. Own, your own person in 16, 18. they're like, hey, man, yeah, if you want to just go be a truck driver or, you know, chop trees down or whatever, you do that. So 16, they let you uh, do what you want. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go this uh, half semester. I was really having like a rough time, didn't want to do it. Do a lot of people do that in Canada? Take a year off of high school? I don't know if that's everywhere. Oh, just in the North sixteen Scotia. part. They might have different ages. Yeah. But uh no, I wouldn't I wouldn't say so. And I only took the half the half semester, so September to January, and then I went back in January. Okay. But uh those four or five months, whatever, I was working at AW and I was thinking I was gonna make that six hundred bucks and then be an actor, right? I was like, I'll do that. Cause I tried stand up once when I was sixteen. Um at uh, in my drama class, we were allowed to put on a presentation, and one of the things was stand-up comedy. So uh, I wrote, I wrote uh, like five minutes of jokes, handed them to um, my drama teacher, and then I performed them for eleven people plus my teacher. But I would, when I forgot the jokes, I would be like line, and then she would tell me the punchline, <laughs> and then I would say it again to the class. It was horrific. That is a great sketch. I had a joke about uh, Spider the Spider Man movie at the time. So sixteen, <laughs> and I, I saw a book in a in a grocery store that was, it said the Amazing Spider Man uh, movie based on the movie. I was like, you don't have to say it's based on the movie. It is, uh, but whatever. And but I I would I go the Amazing Spider Man movie line. And she'd be like, based on the Spider Man movie. Oh yeah, based on the Spider Man movie. It was it was horrific. So after that class, I was like, man, stand up's way too hard. I'm just gonna be an actor, which is a stupid thought to have at 16 because acting is probably way harder than than um, stand up is, you know. But uh, but anyways, so I I stopped going to uh, I stopped going to school for a bit. Mm. And you were. Um, I read this thing today about high schools that they want to start uh, making them later, start later, because they say that when it starts early, kids walk in there and they're like, I'm all fucked up. It's 730 in the morning. So they think it hurts people Mm -hmm. to go in as early as they do. Some people say that you should go in earlier because it helps you with the workforce. Right. Mm -hmm. Say you're say you're like a, a you know, you're like a plumber yeah you're like i gotta get up at the crack of dawn crack being a pun there hey hey um and you, you... <laughs> talking about comedy doing comedy. talking about comedy <laughs> doing comedy it's all comedy but um um i was just thinking about it because you you ended up uh it all worked out but you you were uh late here today yes because of a mistake with an alarm yes i remember it was the a.m i remember uh i would see what when what when did you start high school by the way like just in terms of time did you because it said the average here is 8 a.m that seems early as hell <sighs> like what time nine i remember no nine. definitely wasn't nine is that l- too late yeah we definitely did. I remember, like, you, we probably had to be there by eight the latest, but I can't even remember, man. Eight the latest. Like, there was, like, probably a homeroom check-in, yeah. and then a first, and I, I remember, like, being so excited when I was a junior or a senior when you could start to p- have a block free, and maybe it was just senior year, but when you were a senior, you didn't have to be, in, you could have... Uh, off-campus privileges yeah. when you had a free block. Uh-huh. So I was so excited to make the free block my first period yes. so I could sleep later. So eight so eight makes sense then in America. Yeah. Because they said that the average, some people go to school at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah, I think my nieces right now for, you know, 
my my older niece is in middle school. I think her bus is at seven thirty or seven forty five get picked up. We did that for half a year, but mm-hmm. it was because my high school had asbestos closed down, so they bust us to a school outside of town. Uh-huh. And that's why it was at 7.30 in the morning. Other than that, I swear, I swear, I could be wrong, but I had to be at school at 9. That sounds amazing. 9 a.m., and even that sometimes, you're like, oh, 9? I'm not sure why this isn't also in, you know, the conversation of why people should move to Canada. Oh, well, I believe it is. It's uh, it is? Trudeau standing up there uh, being like, hey, guys, we also start school later. <laughs> but I don't know why they don't. He's talking about taking uh, the Dreamers. Yeah. He said uh, he might uh, might be taking people in, which is a whole other insane. Imagine being sent back to a country you've never been to. <laughs> it must be, I mean, what an insane <laughs> life, right? Yeah. If they just started sending white people back, first of all, everybody's gone. <laughs> The whole country's empty. Everybody would be gone from America if you had to send everybody back. And that's Canada, too. You'd be, Everybody's gone. You're yeah. toast. Didn't matter if you were born here. Yeah. Your background is, A, Scotland just gets doubled. Ireland's back. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are just dumb. <laughs> People are just dumb. People are dumb, and they just want to be right, even if they're wrong. Um... Yeah, sure. So it we have too much pride. So everybody just wants, they're going to dig their heels in. Yeah. And just fake it until they make it. And if they don't, if they somehow get proven wrong, they'll admit that they're wrong. But they're just going to keep saying that they're right. The people that would say, we want anybody, people out of here. Yeah. Any, yeah, yeah anything. Yeah. yeah. The other night, this thing happened at, at the cellar where uh, some audience member heckled uh-huh. and they felt uh you know genuinely uh like they had the right to do of that course, yeah. and you know so they're saying and she took to like um twitter and everything to really to yeah because she got kicked out and she was crying and um she thought the comic was racist and she was like i would do it again i w-, and she started tweeting at all these people like Hey, Chelsea Peretti, help me here. I I yelled at a comic and heckled a comic and got thrown out. I'd do it again. Don't regret it. It's like, well, you're missing the point. Like, you might have all these um, valid reasons for objecting to what this person said on stage, Mm -hmm. but you're missing the point that, like, you're still not allowed to do what you did. Can we also maybe turn hecklers to town hall meetings. That's what I that's what I said. Where something That's what I said. It's not a town be, hall exactly, meeting. Exactly. Where something can be done yep. where you're yelling at a person who actually passes some sort of legislation somewhere or at least talks to the people. Yep. I say this sometimes a comedy I got booed in Brooklyn the other night. Yeah. Booed. It wasn't like a malicious thing, but yeah. I was talking about how I find it funny that everybody who had the most head starts and was babied the most has the worst allergies. Oh, that's a great bit. I saw that at stand-up the other night. Thanks, buddy. And somebody went, boo. And I go, oh, come on. I, like, I don't even, I don't care. But I go, I go, what are you, what are you who booed? They didn't say anything. Yeah. I go, you can't boo and then not yeah. stand behind it. Yeah. I go, who booed? Nobody said anything. I go, well, you're clearly allergic to being a man. <laughs> and, um, but you go, you go, I've said this before at shows where, where people, we're all, you and me at the cellar. Let's say we're both on a show. You and me are the audience. The audience is us. We are all together on this weird ship that's controlled by people way above us. So for us to argue with each other about jokes 
is so insane. I've, I've said this so many times, John Fish. Rich people, and when I say that, I don't just mean somebody who has a couple of bucks. I mean people that own everything. Would love to shovel poor people into the ocean and take bets on who drowns first. <laughs> and we're down here being like, that joke is wrong. What the hell are you talking it's about? It's all distractions so exactly. they can do their own things. It yeah, doesn't make totally. any sense. So if we're arguing On with TV, each other, yeah, they, they all of it. it. That's what all that and is. And all, all the stuff about uh, we're sending people back to wherever. There was a, a woman who wrote in not long ago, uh, Nareda, who... who um, wanted cool, me, cool name. Yeah, not a bad name, huh? Wanted me to talk about um, uh, the people who say, you know, go back to where you come from, yeah. even though... And, uh, Canada's this way, too. White people came over here, killed everybody yeah. that's here, and just took it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. The people that say that genuinely don't understand how you got here. Yeah, yeah, how this whole thing started. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you, and then, so to go, you go back. You're yeah. like, well, well you, you go, go back, back too. Yeah. And then again, if you, you go back first, you go back first <laughs> because you came first and destroyed first. Imagine if there was just some fucking guy. In wherever, pick a state. He's been here his whole life, blah, blah, blah. And somebody just knocks on his door and goes, hey, buddy, Germany, heard of it? He's shipped <laughs> yeah. to Germany now and has to start his life there. It, 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 no, I don't think anybody could really would put, they'd be like, well, that's insane. Well, but that's what you're, you're wanting people to do. Somebody that's born here, never been to wherever, Uruguay, fucking wherever, has to then go back to a place they've never, go back to in quotes. Never yeah. been there. Yeah. Never fucking been there. <laughs> How insane is that? How absolutely insane is that? It's totally insane. And that's, all of that stuff it. with the, uh, I'm not sure what the joke was. We can talk about that after. But yeah. the, um, the, uh, the idea that anybody would sit um, in a comedy show, uh, wasn't I talking to you about this? No, no. Um, Ron, Ronnie Chang, I was talking to you. That, um, I feel now, and actually, I, I, that uh, I feel that it's a lot more now that people sit in the crowd and wait to hear something they don't like, whereas before people showed up and went, hey, man, this is going to be fun. This woman, that was two things. Yeah. What you just, you said, we can talk about the joke. It doesn't matter what the joke was. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your response to not liking a joke or liking a joke should be laughter or not laughter. Yep. That's how you, you know, that's what we're doing. We don't have this point. Let's remember the other thing about what you just said, that she, people come in. Yeah. Okay. But we don't know if something's going to be fun. We're working these things out. Yeah. It might be funny. It might not. That's what we're trying to do. Your response lets us know if we can still talk about this or not. Mm -hmm. We're figuring it out. We're not like coming with this like speech and we're not waking you up at night and yelling it into your <laughs> ear like you came to this place to yes. hear that it's part of the contract of the of going to a performance is yeah. that you're going to you wouldn't you might might if you were insane email or tweet at a, a filmmaker or a, a writer people do uh, yes yeah. Uh, tell them that you had an issue with a specific scene. Uh-huh. That, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But more so, it's, it's, it's it, you look at it and it's like, well, that's a discussion to be had about society. This guy's, you know, showing us plays. what society is going. Is ha- that's what yeah. the comic... Plays are that way. We There's such a misconception still about what happens with comedy, mm-hmm. stand-up comedy, because it is... We're 
presenting this illusion that we haven't prepared this material. Yes. That's still part of it. And also, and we're s- one human. One human so with no, a mic. Yeah. And, and in New York, more than anywhere else, we are all so fucking good at this. Yeah. And with that, it looks like it's easy. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. just a guy that is going up there. You're uh-huh. just a woman that is going up there and just talking off the top of your head. Because, But it took you 10 years to get to look like that. Yeah. So these people, you know, and yeah, there's some sort of like, you know, like people that are real performers and stuff have an amazing amount of respect for stand-up comics. Yeah. Whereas the average pedestrian no. does not. No, they do not. So they, there's something about everything about comedy that makes it seem like it's okay to do that from the person from the club that you've been to that doesn't stop the audience from doing that to the comic that says i just woke up this is great i you know i i sleep all day and watch tv and i only work for 10 minutes no you wrote joe well if that's all you're doing then you shouldn't be doing comedy anymore Yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean like there's a whole uh idea of what stand-up is that's antiquated and not uh, helpful for these scenarios. Yeah, and also we, when, when you're just a person on stage, it's easy to attack that person. Yes. But if it's a play, movie, wh- song, whatever, you got to go through Sony, Warner Brothers, yep. Disney. Yep. There's so many things to get to your, your, your actual target, yep. whereas we, we're here right now. So people can just, but I feel with, uh, and this sounds like the oldest man thing to say, but I've seen it. Social media has given everybody a voice. Yep. So now they believe that wherever they are, whenever, definitely in comedy, people come in sometimes and the look on their face is, don't you dare say something that I don't like. Right. I've definitely heard even people say that. They're like, no. You just yeah. do a joke and they go, no. You go, what do you mean, no? They're looking, this woman in particular, if you looked at her timeline and the way she was talking, like timeline previously and also the way she was talking about this, because I did. I was a little obsessed. <laughs> I was hosting the show and I was very interested oh, okay. in, wow. in, in in the in the playoff because sure. I, and I'm and I'm fascinated by this stuff and I wanted I don't, you know, I didn't there was no way she was going to see while especially while this is still fresh mm-hmm. that she's actually wrong. Yes. That's one of my favorite things to say on, on when I when I'm in it with somebody because that's the thing, like, w- the host will ask you questions. Some comedians do interact. Yeah. So it, it is a fine line between whether or not the audience should feel like they can say something mm-hmm. at any time. Mm-hmm. But really, it's like, we talk to you, you talk to us. You, yeah, yeah, We yeah. don't, shut up. Yeah. But, uh, so she's not going to see, but that's one of my favorite things. I just go, look, I know you think you're right. Yeah. But you're wrong. It- and we're not going to get through this tonight, mm-hmm. but... That's it. But nobody, I, w- I would consider myself a, a liberal human being. Yes. Because there's, I can't think of another definition, right? But I'm, I, it's odd to me that uh, if you're not uh, agreeing with every single thing that certain people believe, you're a monster that needs to be burned. So this, <laughs> this, this lady, you know what I mean? She could easily find a group of people that are like, yes, never yeah. should this ever be talked yeah. about. Even with the statues, right? The statues thing to me is kind of like, okay, I get it. There, there really isn't a reason to have a, a giant racist in your town. <laughs> At the very center Fake of town. Fake or real. Fake or real. <laughs> 
pull them both down. <laughs> the man standing there, and the but also uh, the, the they the belong com- as the head of the country. But the comedic, oh, hilarious. The comedic side of me goes, yeah, but maybe we put them up there because this is where pigeons shit. So now there's a there's a uh, the racist is being shit on for all of time. Yeah, the, look at this That's guy. Funny, he's covered in shit. Yeah, but or just w- here's a reminder of what yes. what what we don't want to be again. Yeah, these are the and and that would be the comedic side. But there would be people for sure that would go, no, never. They all have to be pulled down. And if you don't believe that, you're wrong. You're like, I'm on your side, but you're not letting me be. Right. You 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 want to fight with me as if I'm saying more racists. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And that's a that's a a big thing that we are dealing with right now. Yes. And nobody wants to hear this, but straight white men that just get attacked, <laughs> and it's like, but you're. I understand what you're reeling against. Yes. But within your reeling, you're putting off the straight white men that are on your side. That we're all, it's a really honest to God, there's a lot of scary things happening in terms of, um, and again, as you were saying, I think uh, most of this stuff is a distraction so Mm -hmm. that the people above uh, can keep robbing everybody. Um, But if they can pit uh, everybody against one group right then uh then nobody again is looking up and then we're all the problem you and me control zero i don't pass any laws cannot i have no money to buy land from anybody uh, you know what i mean but because we have friends that don't vote and yeah. it doesn't matter yeah 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 but with that there will be people that look at us regardless because the the, the lizard people that control everything all uh, decided to get white skin. These fucking <laughs> lizards, you know? They all decided to crawl into white man uh-huh. and then uh, and then run everything so that everybody else goes, well, you too. And you go, I'm wearing board shorts, man. I, I, I control uh, zero. I, I've said this before, too. I, I keep saying that sense, but I do find it kind of cute. Also, good moment of... Uh... Changing your voice, right? You went right. high to low. I've been doing this ten years. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the uh, at one point in time, it really, was... you've been doing this podcast ten years? No, no, no. I, I meant in life, yeah, okay, just good, general. Um, the uh, talking for way longer, but anyways, the uh, at one point in time, it was white privilege, white privilege. Then it became white male privilege, right? Because that is um. Uh, how much privilege white women have that they can get themselves completely <laughs> out of harm's way. Absolutely out of harm's way and go, whoa, 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 no, no, we're also pretty, we're also held down and, and blah, blah, blah. And again, I'm not against them by any stretch because the lizard people, <laughs> and I say that with all the irony in the world, want us all to kill ourselves so that they can move to the moon or whatever and drive Ferraris freely downtown. We're Poor people are clogging up perfectly good Ferrari driving streets. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and so, but I, I do think, so, okay, so you do agree with that, though. Years ago, it didn't seem like people came in with a chip on their shoulder, co- with common. Well, uh, I can't remember all of it. Obviously, it was very long, but there was this cool thing, and this was like, you know, when I started 15 years ago in Boston, we'd go up to Portland, Maine, to the Comedy Connection, and yeah. they had a, I remember them having a sign on the door. It's like, if you're going to worry about this, 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 just don't come in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was funny, but it was like also letting you know. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. There's something to be said for like a video at some of these clubs where they show like Gotham or Levity Live where they show upcoming comedians' performances. Yeah. It's like some people in an audience have never been to a comedy show. I still get people after shows being like, hey, this was my first. Me too, it's like, yeah. So you see... 
an example of what's about to happen. Yep. So it's like, oh, they're not going to just come out and, you know, shit on my shirt and then this person's pants. And yes, then, yes. You know, it's like this is, that being said, I mean, that along those lines, it's like, yeah, me, people need to be clued in a little bit about what's about to happen. Yeah. And along those lines, it's like, yeah, you can't come in here and do that. Mm-hmm. If that is your attitude, this isn't the place for you. But also, there's so many other things going on. Like, I told that guy in Brooklyn the other night. I go, yeah, I'm up here getting booed, talking about the hot topics of the day. I go, do you Nut know- allergies. Yeah, allergies. I go, do you, you, I go, do you know that uh, Trump just passed a bill where everybody who has an allergy is getting shipped out of the country? <laughs> no. So what the fuck, man? There, there, are, there are bigger things. And I try yeah. to stay away from, like, one, because I'm not from here. Um, two because just it just in general a lot of people are, and three because it's like really big scary stuff sometimes. Yeah. Where I go, I'm not going to talk about this, this, and this sometimes because you go, there's so much of it always and forever on your phone, in your face, everywhere that I go. When people come to stuff, it doesn't need to all be this as well. So I just try to have certain things that are just this is just funny. These are just funny things. Yeah. And also because those big topics hit big nerves right yeah. now and yeah it's, yeah and it's it's twofold so you're either hitting someone's nerve where mm-hmm. they where they are not gonna listen to the joke part yes they just are now lost in that world and upset about you bringing it up yeah or you're preaching to the choir and i think that so how are you so. really getting a lot la- that's yeah. more so in new york yes 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 so yes. how are For you sure in new york yes. you, it's like you, know, you can easily go on and be like isn't this wrong and everybody goes yes it's yes. wrong and we go of course it is we, yes. we're not none of us are, are uh i kind of li- listen to um and i say the other side again with quotes but i like to hear other i've watched okay i've watched every kkk documentary i could possibly right and years ago, I was like, man, these people are fucking dumb. It's a little on the nose, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a Klansman. You know this, right? Um, <laughs> That's why you moved here originally, right? They don't have a strong presence yes. in Canada. Yeah, we got like 12 guys. <laughs> There's like 40 dudes across the country, and I came down here to yeah. start up a whole a whole yeah. new market. It's mostly because it's cold. They have the extra too layers cold. on. Too cold. Yeah, you can't. How, who can see your hood when you're also wearing a... a, a a hood on top of that. <laughs> when you're when you uh, the guys hoods up, which hood? Um, and also a lot of there's a lot of KKK in Canada just because it's so cold, right? You want to cover your face, and uh, it, it looks like a big nice robe. But um, I uh, years ago I was just like these people are dumb, right? I would just go, this is fucking stupid. But then, uh, not that I don't still think that, but I go, why? Now I'm like, well, let's go, okay, why? Instead of me just going, you're fucking dumb. I go, what is it? And you listen to a lot of them, and and they're horrified that um, they're going to lose their country, they're going to lose their jobs, they're going to lose this. And you look at that, and you go, okay, you know, you're not right, but how the hell do you get somebody to think that they're not right? Instead of just going, fuck you, you're dumb. Same as the lady who said, uh, your joke is racist. You know, how how do you go, even if she is... I don't know what the joke was. Again, she's not right for the way that she did it. But even if she, somehow to her it was a racist joke, there's a much better way. Let's to, say it was. Yeah, exactly. Let's say it was racist. For there's this a, argument. There's a better way to talk to this person about it yes. than standing up in the middle of something and going, you're fucking wrong. Because now everybody has their back up. Nobody's learned anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It's yeah, a, that's what I'm saying. Even if she's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say she's right. Yeah. Because I've been in a, uh, at a show where 
there was a comic that was extremely homophobic. I've heard things. Yeah, I've definitely been and on the side of audiences people too. People yeah. got yes, and but yeah. here's the scarier part. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I don't know which, like, uh, two people that were very offended and vocal that got kicked out were definitely right. Yes. To the point where when they got kicked out and the audience applauded and were, you know, the majority was on the comedian side, mm-hmm. um, I was like, uh, not sure. This seems sort of like one of those ones where maybe they gang up against the comic <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 it yeah. was like, uh, did, are these people all agreeing with the... You know, mm-hmm. it was a, a little touch and go to the point where I remember because I, I think I was hosting and I, you know, not really in a position to turn down work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I did tell the booker that I would not host this person's show in the future. Got you. It was like, a, you know, a, a famous person coming in. But yeah, I was like, I'll do some sets, but yeah. I can't be like affiliated with bringing this person to the stage Uh uh-huh you know yeah i get you there is there is i've definitely heard a lot of things where even when when comedians like we should be able to say whatever we want sure but people can also say what they want again in better ways than just standing up and being like what this is is fucking i don't know who that's i i honest to god don't know who that's for who do you think your she thinks she's right she wants to be Mm -hmm. she was tweeting at uh, you know, like Chelsea Pretty's a comedian. I know. How is Chelsea going to? She's a fan of Chelsea. She was tweeting at. Um... But Chelsea's going to be on the side of comedy, I assume. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Well, none of them answered except yeah, for yeah, Norton yeah. retweeted something like really condescending and hilarious. Just she like, tweeted at him too. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh yeah," de-. he was like, d- "See, this is an example. I can yes, yes. pull it up." Uh, but yeah, she definitely thought it was her. Not right. Like, but she's but, like, the one she in the room. Needed to do yeah. that. But she's the only one in the room that sees racism and stood up and was like, "Guys, just so you know, this isn't right anymore." Yeah, we don't do this. It's not only is it, was it like selfish. Yeah, but it's just like you're allowed to stew. It can bring up feelings. You can groan even, even though that's my one of my least favorite things. But if uh-huh. that's the reaction that happens, yeah. But like, you know, you don't. Get to interrupt the performance. But why can't you know what? Way. Why can't you yell at somebody when like I'm I'm basically clean? You know what I mean? Yeah. But when people are clean to the point of like they they replace swear words with you know oh coffee cup yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I want to go hit the fuck man. Yeah. We don't nobody talks like that. You can be a clean human being who talks like a person. Yeah. You're not a cartoon. Right. But why can't I stand up and go puns? Yes. What are you kidding me? Let's back up. Well, we'll back up to that. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Norton said, well, first of all, here's her thing. Yelled at a racist comic at, and they added New York Comedy Cellar, uh. tonight and got kicked out. I regret nothing. White men don't just get to do whatever they want. She's a white woman? No, she was Asian. Huh. Or still is. I wonder what the, ah, <laughs> still is. Um, so, a lot, I, Norton goes, and she, I think she added Norton. I don't know if she added Norton, but Norton I agree. You have every right to interrupt a live performance. Those other paying customers are not important. You (laughs) need to be heard. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. And another one. And I like that you spoke up on a club, like because she added the club. Yeah. And let us all know on Twitter. That's a rare double virtue signal. You go. Yeah, that's funny. And that's what it is. It's like, yeah, you, you know, and somebody in this... Tr- train of uh, 
comments and and we can back up like you just said something about like i hope someone generic dies in a monster fire you know i think not generic i'm saying i'm saying that this lady here would be like uh hey women are uh the best right and you go yeah and they go okay so we should remake every movie starring women you go well i don't know about that well fuck you go to hell yes and you go that's too far now we've gone too far that's that's where i am like there they go to the c word they go to the you know like i want you to get aids i want you to do this it's amazing it's like yeah so that's why this doesn't there's there's no reason to do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what you're doing when you interrupt a show. It's yeah. like you're not going to have an actual discussion with this person nope. on stage. In fact, we are the most vulnerable when we're on stage, and that's how that Michael Richards thing happened. That's how these like you lose consciousness and you go red or black or whatever you go, you know? And you say stuff that you wouldn't otherwise say because you're angry and you're in like the heat of the moment and it puts the fight or flight instinct into us mm-hmm. and we can't leave the stage because we won't get our $30 I would say for uh, uh, Michael Richards specifically funny. yeah he's <laughs> <laughs> he um, he, uh, <laughs> he is above people only to the degree that he has a lot of money yes. whereas again most of us are the audience if not you're doing way better than we are yes so the idea that like we control stuff is just fucking insane but uh but anyways I think we're gonna get out of here John I know, I know. I we, we almost were got talk into about a one real other thing. What was that? Thing? Uh, one other thing that we were gonna. What? What, what was it? What, what, we were gonna, I was like, well, we could back up to. Uh, um, we'll save it for my podcast. Yeah, let's do that. Spiraling up. Um, where where can <laughs> where can people where can people find you, John? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Johnny Fish, J O N N Y F I S C H, and you can find me uh, my new podcast, Spiraling Up, on Libsyn and uh, iTunes. You can see how professional John is, because most times when comedians will come on, they'll be like, oh, yeah, my name's uh, uh, John Flippity Flap. <laughs> and they don't spell it. They just uh, leave it. And I go, you got to spell that. Well, yeah, People you got to because I have a tricky yeah. first and last name. Yeah, you got the C in there. Yeah. But I mean that. But again, that speaks to a professional person. <laughs> you spell your name. Maybe I do have my shit together. <laughs> Uh, this has been Positive Anger, guys. Again, if anybody has any thoughts, questions, emails, please uh, email them to positiveanger at mail.com. NathanMcIntosh.com uh, for upcoming shows. What's AKA up? Canadian Anger. Canadian Anger. <laughs> Funny. Um, uh, I'm, again, I'm going to do my own show at the Drake Hotel, October 10th, 8 p.m., the day after the real Thanksgiving. Uh, please come out to anybody that is uh, around. Well, we do it first. It's clearly the better one. I know, but now you're yelling. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> please come out to anybody that's around. You can buy tickets. They are $10 at thedrakehotel.ca. Again, uh, do my own show, Drake Hotel, October 10th, 8 p.m., $10 tickets, thedrakehotel.ca. Please come out. It's going to be great. And uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Nathan McIntosh. And, uh, yeah, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Be back next week. Thank you. <laughs>